My name is Brianna, and I welcome you to the Tales of Adventure, a D&D podcast like no other. My name is Chris. I play Vale on Seasons of Skyrind. Is this thing working? Can anyone hear me out there? I, I, I think I see someone. Can you see me? Yeah. Who? How? Who are you? My name is Estrada. As to how I. I'm looking for someone, Vale, I think. This is Corum's realm, right? Can't figure out exactly how this thing works. Yeah, this is definitely Corum's realm. How do you know my name? I met some of your friends not too long ago. Aranis and Dardavending told me that you went missing after the fight with the God of Chaos and... I've been trying to figure it out the way to see if I can help find you or anything. I've... It's been a long road since then. After the... Wow. After the cave, I... You know, we were in the middle of the battle, and I was trapped in the grayscape and had no idea what to do, and suddenly everything was falling apart, and I just... I went with my instinct and my gut, and I started digging down, and I landed here in Quorum's realm, and I've been trying to survive ever since. I imagine that's not an enviable position to be in. The realm of that's never a fun place to be, especially for the living. I'm impressed to see her looking rather well, given the circumstances. I'm, I managed to looking okay, but I, I don't know how how good I'm going to look if I'm in here too much longer. Just I feel slower here. It just and constant you know it's not fun being the one living thing in the world of the dead it's constantly being chased and attacked by Corm's armies and I barely get to sleep I feel like I've aged 30 years why is Corm attacking you if you more or less helped him you know I don't understand gods I've dealt with too many at this point and my only understanding could be that it's not so much Corum hunting me down but just the automation of the realm trying to reject me that makes sense also dealing with gods is always complicated although most people have only dealt with one maybe two you sound like you've dealt with more oh yeah you know before I started shall we say traveling with Arnis and Irvin, I hadn't met a god at all. And since then, I think if I had to count it up or got to be creeping up on a good uh, half a dozen at this point. Sounds like you've had a very interesting life indeed. What did you do before you met them? Mm, well, I guess since I'm trapped in Corm's room, it doesn't, there's no use in keeping secrets anymore. And you seem to know a lot. I, um, I was, uh, I guess I am definitely was uh, an assassin for the denouement oh really i've heard of them that's 
Not an easy group to become part of. Uh, well, it is when you're born into it. My mother was an assassin, and not too long after I reached uh, early maturity, I was probably six or seven, she never came home from a mission, and I was kind of adopted by the guild. That had to be hard. I'm sorry you had to go through that. You know, when you're living through something like that, and that's all you know, it's, it's all you know. It wasn't really until I started traveling with Arnis and Darwin, I knew that there was really any difference out in the world. I figure everyone's experience was similar to mine or my companions and friends who I grew up in the guild with. Makes sense. You never know the world is figured until you leave home. It's it's true, and I have experienced quite a quite a wide world in the last few years. So, how exactly did you meet Arnis and Darwin? I'm curious. Well, we met quite some time ago in Karami. I was there on a on assignment for the guild. And some things had gone wrong, like they seem to do in my life. Um, and I hit a snag in the mission and was just biding time, kind of rebuilding my plan when Arnis was performing in the bar I was working in, and then things kind of spun off from there. It's one way to make friends, and I definitely understand what you mean by things going wrong on the regular basis. Definitely been there. Yeah, I feel like especially in the last year or six months, I just I can't can't seem to get a break. We were on track to save Arnis and we visited the frost swamps and I lost my arm. That was an adventure. And then not long after that I ended up here. Now I'm just struggling to survive and get out. Do you have any other family aside from your mother? My mom never spoke of my father. I don't honestly know anything about him. As far as I'm considered, you know, my, my family is the guild, and I do I do what I can to, to make the guild happy, for lack of a better term. You know, I've had my rivals, believe me. But as of late especially, I, I don't know where I stand or where I will stand if I ever get out of here with the guild. Well... If the guild is no longer your home, sounds like you've found some good friends who cared about you. They're very concerned and very worried. That's that's reassuring to hear, you know, being in this realm and trying to find a way out has been it's been taxing. And knowing that they're out there on the other side worried and hopefully trying to find a way to meet me at the very least, meet me in the middle. Gives me, uh, gives me hope. When I spoke with Darwin a few days after the battle, I was actually in town for the battle. I was helping keep... I spoke with Darwin this the night before, and I was trying to help keep civilians away from where the fight would be happening, and then I've been helping afterwards and all the strange things that have been happening since. But I spoke to Darwin, he said the first thing on their list of things to do is to find you. That's um that's that's reassuring. I if I don't get out of here soon or at least find some allies, I I don't know how much longer I'm gonna be able to keep fighting. It's I'm trained for 
for infiltration. I'm trained for assassination. I'm not trained to withstand a siege, and being down an arm makes it even harder. I can't even begin to imagine what you're going through, but I do know it helps to hold on to hope and remember who you are and what it is you're fighting for. Whether it's the guild or your friends. Yeah, I I'm glad that you've spoken to to Darwin. That's that's reassuring. I, I not knowing what happened after I was thrown into the grayscape was was weighing on me and I don't even think I realized it. From what I can tell, both of your friends are well, but there are strange things going on. I think Cordum has more than one reason to want the God of Chaos dead. There's a sickness spreading and we've got some people trying to find out what's causing it and how to reverse it, but it's been a little rough out here. Lots of things have changed and shifted. Um, there's... I don't think I, I ever considered how killing Pathox would affect the world. I just, you know, I'm... I'm an assassin. I'm given a target. I do my job. I've never been the one to have to stop and think about what happens afterwards. And, you know, the target was Pathox. The job was save Arnus's soul. Went out and we did it. Sometimes you aren't given much of a choice and you have to do something you may rather not do and then work with the consequences. But at the very least, you do still have your friends. And that's the important part. Yeah, I'm I'm learning that out here. It's uh, it's interesting to think that you know, just a few years ago I was I was a solo assassin, used to, used to doing my thing on my own, and I traveled with Arnis and Darvin relatively for so little of a time in my life. But I just adapted to having companions and people to work with. That it's like having to relearn how to walk doing all this alone. What was it like for you when you first started traveling with them? It was it was challenging when I first started traveling with Arvinus and Durvin. You know, the guild, one of the first tenets of the guild is that you are not to tell anyone that you work for the guild. And so there was a lot of working and moving behind the scenes to travel with them, but also achieve the assignments that I was given. Um, and it wasn't, if it weren't for Arnis, I'd probably be dead or in some jail cell. He saved me from one of my own failures in Honey Hollow. And that was, a, I think, the point where I was completely honest with him and Darwin had already figured it out because of his connections to Quorum. But I think it was easier at that point to be able to be who I was and not hide it. What happened in Honey Hollow? Oh, one of my um, one of my many failures. It seems like every time I feel like I'm on track or about to succeed, as of late, something stumbles. And I uh, I was given an assignment, a target in Honey Hollow, who I was supposed to eliminate. But uh, as is sometimes the truth with the guild, I was only given a name, and usually that's not a problem. But when you walk into a town and there's a father and son combination who both share the same exact name, things get a little more challenging. I imagine so. Because I would assume there's no way to reach out and confirm which one. 
No, no, you're given the name and you're given the job to do it and you figure it out or you don't. And I, uh, I did what I thought was the target. I killed the elder. And when I was done, I thought I had covered my tracks well enough and I had not. And the town guard found the body and I was the only one who was out and about that evening. Um, and even though I had, I had shapeshifted to look like someone else when I committed the crime, when they found me walking around town and the only one who was doing so suspiciously, I was in my kind of standard appearance that I used back then. Uh, and I was locked up and put on trial and there was no way for me to, uh, to really deny it. Although Arnest did such a great job as my lawyer. Um, and we almost had it, you know, Arnest was doing his lawyer thing and, you know, he's so eloquent and, and charismatic. I thought for sure we had it. And then one of my longtime rivals stood up right in the middle of the trial and outed me as a guild member. And pretty much lost the whole thing for me. Is there no guild rule to prevent him from, do from doing that? Oh yeah, there there definitely was a guild rule to prevent her from doing this. Um, and she openly broke it. And there were consequences of that. The end of which was she became a target that I was assigned um, and willfully sought out. But at the time... Her concern was less with the guild law and more with revenge on me for slights she had thought I had committed against her. That's terrible. I'm sorry to hear that. It was rough. No one should have to go through that. Well, the, um, the guild can be very competitive. And this particular half-orc Lorraine... And I grew up together, and we had always been what I thought was competitive in a friendly way. Um, and she was much more aggressively competitive and became a thorn in all of our sides, or Arnis and Darvin's included, for quite a while. That must have been rather frustrating. Also, you mentioned changing shapes. You're a changeling, correct? I'm a changeling, yeah. Yeah. That's its own set of challenges and being seen as a as a half-breed my entire life you know and people just don't trust changelings innately so i've spent most of my life in one form or another you know since landing in quorum's realm it's the longest i've stayed in my pure form i thought something felt familiar about you it's not often i meet another it's a lonely life but you are not alone um, thank you. I, I've taken it kind of upon myself to fight for the changelings where I can. It's why I'm part of the reason why I'm so determined to get out of here is because I know that the changelings of Earl need someone to come and help them. And so I, uh, I fight every day for them. Do you want to help your people find a place where they fit in this world? find their own home where they're accepted yeah yeah you know Earl was a hard place to visit especially when we discovered what the Earl of Earl was was doing to my people what was he doing he had worked with a, a mage alchemist someone with some sort of abilities 
to magically force captive changelings to take on his form and share his consciousness so that he could be everywhere at once. And they, in doing so, they, they lost their identities. They became mindless copies of him. Terrible, that bastard. Tell me you killed him. No, no, I have not. The real kicker was uh, that was when we got to meet the elven god. And she essentially told us that we had to protect Earl Earl from any danger or she was going to outright kill Darwin. So I spent the next longer than I'd like to admit having to spend my time keeping him from harm. There are times when I can get along with the gods and there are other times when I cannot stand them right now this is one of those times your friends are no longer tasked with protecting him correct no no and again right underneath saving and helping the uh, changelings of earl is uh finding a way to exact some revenge on earl earl himself for what he's done you wouldn't be too upset if i started exacting a bit of revenge myself, would you? Uh, Find some ways to make his life very difficult. No, in fact, knowing that there's someone out there carrying that on if I don't get out of here is is comforting. Don't worry, my friend. I Let's just say I know people, and a lot of people owe me favors. I may even have some favors in Corn's realm. I'm not sure. Favors are a powerful thing, I've learned that. I'm sure, I'm hoping, with the success that it sounds like Arnis and Darvin have had, that maybe Korum owes Darvin a favor, and that might help me get out of here, if they can think of how to manipulate that. Hopefully they will find a way. Sometimes I am limited in what I can do by... Let's just say I have people I report to in a way similar to how you do with the guild. Mm -hmm. So I can't do anything on my end, but it did directly interact with Cordum, unfortunately. Mostly because last time it didn't end well, and I'm no longer allowed to be directly in his realm. So, um, do me a favor, don't tell anyone you spoke to me here. No, um, I understand the, uh, the importance of discretion, and uh, your, this conversation will be will safe with me for sure. Okay, good, because that could cause you some trouble if they knew you were in direct contact with me. But if they know you're a friend of mine, that may be able to help you with some things. At this point, I'll take any help I can get. Yeah, either it's someone who owes me a favor that I've probably forgotten about, or it's (laughs) someone who knows enough to give you some space. That would be helpful. Uh, at this point, I'm, I'm very much at a loss of, of how to get out of here. I've been searching and roaming the realm whenever I can. Quorum sentries are, are ever persistent. And just being able to dodge them alone has is, is challenged all of my natural sneakiness and ability to, to be hidden I feel like I've sharpened those skills more so than I ever thought I could at this point. We do what we have to survive. 
That is especially true here. I feel like just by being in this place, I, uh, I radiate some sort of energy that creatures are just drawn to. It's so much more challenging to to move, let alone hide and pursue any sort of my own goals. I can imagine I've never been trying to hide in Cordum's realm, but I've been in somewhat similar situations. Not in this particular realm of the dead, but I've... Yeah, it's a long story. But I find sometimes you can find those who are willing to help. Some of those not as inclined towards assisting the god of the realm. I definitely feel the need for help. And I'm, I'm searching. I have been trying to listen and, and get word out. I feel like there may be allies just just around the corner came here to this space searching for any sort of help or, or magical items. There were rumors that there might be something in this cave and you know, finding a, an opportunity to talk to someone that's not trying to hunt me down alone has been helpful. Well, I'm glad to have been able to assist and I will definitely get the word to your friends that you are still alive and still searching for a way to escape. Until then, I may have some allies I can contact. I'll tell them to also keep an eye out for you. Is there... What, what's a good way for them to show that they're not trying to kill you? Mm. Other than not trying to kill you. There was a symbol when we were in Karami and we fought the, the Bard's Rebellion that the, the members of the Rebellion would do to show that they were members. They would take their their fist and they would like pound it against their heart if someone were to do that i think that would be a very subtle sign and if they were told to do it right that's not something that someone's just going to think to do randomly to a stranger i think that would be a way to know that they were not going to try and kill me that they were honestly working to help or could help or willing to help very well i will pass that on i I don't have people there. I do have some people. I may know some entities who are able to travel in his realm who may be able to provide you some safe harbor for the time. They're not always in his realm, but while they're there, I can. I'll see if I can talk them into helping you. They're not quite your knight in shining armor, but they're mostly good at heart. Well, at this point, any help, even just someone to watch over me so I could sleep for a few hours would be helpful. You know, when you're living, running day to day, not sure if the next person to walk by or the next rock you're going to sit next to is going to be a sentry for the god of the realm, it's hard to get a good night's rest. I can imagine I may be able to... Send some kind of distracting signal or something to give you a couple hours of sleep once we're done talking. That could help. I don't know how many times I'll be able to do that, but I can do that this once. That that alone would be the, the kind of gift that would have made the trek into this cave well worth it. 
As I said, I'm glad to help in any way that I can. In the meantime, do you have any plans for what do you want to do once you're free from here? The current plan is to get out, and I think the next plan after that is, you know, to to find Arnis and Darvin if they haven't been the ones to help me get out and make sure that there's that they're okay, that that whatever is happening in the the realm of the living hasn't affected them or is is not something that is fatal to them. Um, and then I really I want to check off the remainder of my list I think to to be able to go out and to take care of Earl and then to take care of the changelings in Earl and then from there honestly it's been a long road and I've been here for what seems like a very long time I'm thinking setting up as a guild leader somewhere for a while and just resting taking a break from adventuring and and just enjoying being alive and surrounded by people and creatures that are actually alive maybe mentoring or leading the guild in Karami after setting it up and helping make it grow before I left that's kind of the, uh, the goal you want to help save your people as you were saved in a way yeah yeah, I, when we were before I left, before I was made to leave, I had been told by the celestials uh, that there were several communities of changelings hidden around the continent, and the idea of being able to free the changelings of Earl and get them to a community where they could be themselves again if that was even possible or to free them in a less kind but more permanent sense that's the goal and then from there I think you just go where the wind takes me do you think you'll continue to travel with your friends I uh I think it's all going to come down to how long I'm here I don't know how time moves between here and there, if it's parallel or if, you know, I feel like I've been here for a really long time and I have no idea how long time has passed there. So if I come back and, and they are still traveling, I would ask for their help to, to achieve my goals and then help them to achieve whatever goals they have standing. But I don't, I don't know how much longer I would adventure. I, I'm feeling the weight at this point, I think. I can definitely understand that, especially because time works differently between the realm of the living and the realm of the dead and, and all other worlds. It's something I've always found rather difficult to deal with. But it sounds like you have a good plan and even if perhaps they are no longer traveling, I may be able to help you find people who can help with your plan. I like to think of the plans to give me hope, but I can't I can't focus on them too much. You know, I've got to I've got to get out of here first. And if I can't, then I've got to figure out a way to at least piss Coram off while I'm here for as much as I possibly can so that he wants to kick me out. 
I find pissing cardamom off to be a rather fun pastime, but I also have the benefit of there's not much you can do about it. That long story. It's yeah. not always the best route, but if you have nothing left to lose, and the fault fails, I can remind him that you are a friend. It would definitely be a desperation maneuver, but, uh, you know, if I can't find a way out, making him angry enough to want to kick me out is is an option. Definitely not something I want to do, because, you know, he can just go the other way and, you know, make him angry enough. He just wants to make my stay permanent would be the other route. That is true, especially if you realize you're trying to get them angry enough to make him kick you out. Yeah, yeah. I kind of hoping on that and... It sounds like Darvin and Arnis were successful in the task that he set them out for, that he might be thankful enough to help me or set me free. Either way, I will reach out and pull which strings I can to get you to see if I can help you in your world and where you are and see if I can send you anything. It will be tricky, but hopefully it will be enough to help keep you going until your friends can free you. That would be, I just, I can't even imagine, I can't even express how thankful I am. I've walked into this cave tonight. It, uh, it was one of many places I could have gone today. And the fact that I found an ability to communicate with someone outside that knows me and knows of my friends and our, our, our challenges is, you know, I, I've dealt with a lot of gods and I don't believe much is miraculous in this world, but this is uh, amazing to say the least. Fate does tend to work in funny ways, does it not? It does. It does. I believe we'll be able to get you out eventually, with the help of your friends, and even if I do end up having to go down there and twist and of myself. There's just a lot of people I'd have to convince to let me do that. Well, I tell you what, I, I like I like you. I like the way you think. We have a lot in common. And I am um, I definitely I find it interesting that you bonded with Arnis and, and Darvin so quickly because I feel like Arnis is so you know, he's a friend, but he can be so good sometimes that I uh, my my worry is often that he won't be able to do what has to be done to help me, but then I remember that he has Darvin. And I know that if Arnis can't do it, Darwin will find a way. And that's that's kind of what gets me and keeps me moving beyond my plans and, and my just gut desire to get out of here, knowing that between the two of them, they have their own unique ways of handling challenges and one of them will figure it out and be able to get it done. I found that having friends who cared about you can conquer more obstacles than one might realize. You know, I, I never, being raised in the guild as a solo assassin, never would have thought that I would have had friends I would be hoping for in a situation like this. But, you know, time and experiences and challenges, they they bond you. And even though Arnis and I will always have our different ways of approaching things and sometimes... I get frustrated at Darwin's innate desire to run away from problems and attack them on another day. I feel like we've always managed to balance each other out and achieve our goals, even when we're faced with 
the insurmountable goals of things like killing a god. Yeah, I'm still incredibly impressed that that didn't go horribly wrong. I'm just angry I didn't get to see it. You know, uh, one second I was standing in a cave facing Pathox head on and his minions, and the next minute I'm in the Grayscape. And I had no idea it had been even successful until you told me. I, you know, roaming the realm, hoping against hope that they were alive, let alone successful. That makes you feel better. I was trying to help someone, got knocked over, fell in a ditch. When I set back up, it was over. That's that's wild. <laughs> I faked in Lockhart very interesting things, and we've got a unique relationship. Yeah. I'm not sure how much longer I can stay, so why don't you get some sleep, I'll protect you, and then how about this? Once you get down to here, reach out to me, and we'll get drinks sometimes. And we can talk about ways we can help your people. Uh, I'm not much of a drinker, but I will definitely take you up on that drink when I get out of here. Huh. I know a place that does a little bit of everything. I'm sure we'll have something you'll like. That sounds like a reason to keep fighting. Until then. Tales of Adventure is directed and produced by me, Brianna Toiber, as part of Pseudonym Social, a creative podcast network. The music is by Patrick Chester of Chester Studios. To see more of his work, visit his website at chesterstudios.net. Find out more about Pseudonym Social by visiting our website at pseudonymsocial.wordpress.com. If you like what I'm doing and would like to support this podcast, please go to patreon.com slash pseudonymsocial and choose one of the tiers connected to Tales of Adventure. You can also leave a review on iTunes to make our show easier to find for those who need it. <laughs>